powerful men. Why do they stay in loveless marriages? Why do they cheat on their partners? Is it the guilt? The shame? One thing we know for sure, they have secrets. So many secrets. This is a story about dreams. Dreams wished for, dreams realized, and dreams shattered. And a ubiquitous adversary that yields much power. Can we ever come out of the other side after we've seemingly lost everything and been defeated by a powerful enemy? This is Rebuilding a Divorcee. Here's Crystal Morris. Mary arrived home three days later. She was cold, very distant. She didn't make any mention of her work trip. Jay and I had a pep talk earlier in the day, and I implored him to stand his ground and not avoid conflict in hopes of Mary's affair going away. Jay was very nervous. The villain was working its magic. He had visions of Mary having wild sex in every position, laughing, having fun, being happy, all without him. What had he done wrong? Was this his fault? Could he fix this? But it was just the voice on the phone. That's all the information Jay had, nothing else. The villain was losing its grip. Mary could have just been busy and asked the waiter delivering her food to answer the phone. Was he creating a situation to punish himself? There was only one way to find out. He had to know either way for his peace of mind. He finally mustered enough courage to confront her, and Jay debated whether or not to ask Mary in a way she could deny everything, or to pretend he knew everything and wait and see how she reacted. He opted for the latter. I know you weren't in your hotel room alone. Mary's face went white. She admitted to having an affair. She was madly in love with Chad, or thought she was. He was exciting, sexy, fun, and she wanted to be with him regardless of the cost. Mary wouldn't give many details about him, on a personal or professional level, but she did feel motivated enough and safe enough to destroy her life as she knew it. She wanted to move out, and she was going to take her daughter too. She was going to leave her job, her financial stability, her friends, her family. That weekend, Mary moved her belongings into one of the guest rooms, further establishing her distance from Jay. Jay went from hoping to save his marriage to acknowledging that it was over. Mary's demeanor shifted completely. Her mask was now off and she was now cold and unfeeling. Some may even say heartless. Jay sought the solace of his male friends, but they were no help. Most of them took Mary's side because of their wife's influence or they had their own marriage problems to deal with. Even his 40-year-old ex-CIA neighbor, Mr. Smith, was being cheated on. Mrs. Smith was so sexy that Mr. Smith allowed the affair to continue out of his fear of never finding anyone better if he chose to divorce her. The villain has many tentacles. It's never happy with destroying lives, but revels in the destruction of the individual. Always looking to tear people down even when they think they've hit rock bottom. One day, Jay got a message from Mrs. Smith. Hey there, I was just checking on you during this time. If you'd like to get together and talk, let me know. I'm here for you. Don't touch that with a 10-foot pole, I exclaimed to Jay as he told me about the message. Are you kidding? I don't want to give Mr. Smith any reason to want to kill me, Jay exclaimed. Good. I don't care how lonely you are. That's a trap. That was just the beginning. 
Jay was an attractive man and offers kept coming. Two of his wife's closest friends reached out in similar alluring ways. Brenda kept dropping by the house when Mary wasn't home, try to find reasons to come by or drop something off. Sandra would message Jay on Facebook saying how worried she was about Jay and did he want to get together or talk or grab a drink. There's something definitely off with that, I told Jay. These friends of hers were further down the divorce path and likely coaxed Mary into the world of adultery. Brenda was now actively dating a man 15 years younger than her ex-husband. Sandra was in a messy custody battle with her husband, drawing it out over material possessions and money. They made leaving their husband sound fun and exciting. Selling Mary on a life filled with passionate love affairs, limited responsibility, and zero repercussions. It's like a coven, I told Jay. Not to call your wife a witch, but essentially they're coming together in their sisterhood to teach and learn from one another. And while there are good witches, many of their actions are causing hurt and destruction. They want more women on their side so they can sell this lifestyle of fun with the promise that there'll be no guilt, loss, fear, or solitude. My guess is Mary knows about these messages and attempts to seduce you. And as sick as it sounds, it's likely a ploy to make you look like the bad guy and paint you as the cheating husband. Even when she was the first one to cheat, This makes the man look guilty, and as a result, will have to pay more in the divorce to avoid slander. Jay was already facing the prospect of reducing his net worth by half due to California law. The last thing he needed was the perception that he was the cause of the divorce. You have two options now, I told Jay. You can completely become an alcoholic, trying to numb your feelings, or you can focus on yourself and what still can make you happy. You're right. All I want to do is binge drink, smoke some weed, go out and have my own affair out of spite. But that doesn't do me any good now. There'll be a time for whoring when you're dating. Now is not that time, I said. For the next three months, Jake kept his head down, put on his happy face for his regional sales leaders and team members. He did unfortunately stop working out as much and resorted to eating only one keto meal a day and bulletproof coffee to maintain his calorie count. We all know stress isn't good for us. From binge eating to drinking to lack of sleep, the divorce's impact on Jay was no exception to this rule. He looked absolutely horrible. He was thin, his strong body was gone, his skin lost vibrancy and elasticity, showing deep, deep wrinkles and bags under his eyes. Because of lack of proteins and fat, his once blondish full head of hair had turned to a brittle and ashy shade of gray. He aged 10 years and over six months. Some would say he was breaking down. Some would say he was just holding it together. While the court papers were being filed and the lawyers were dividing assets, Mary began moving up north to be closer to her mother. Ironic, since Mary wasn't very close to her mother or her new wife, but they were the only support system Mary had now that she had chosen to end her marriage. In true feminist fashion, and despite having a good relationship with his mother-in-law for over 10 years, Jay was immediately cut out of communication with the entire family. He felt so alone in his big house. Mary left not for her own freedom, but for another man. The little bit Jay was able to learn about Chad was that he was not wealthy or successful in traditional spaces. Maybe he's better than me in bed, he thought. Either way, she was uprooting her life to be with him. This is not too uncommon, I shared with Jay. Sadly, it's part of our primal nature. In the animal kingdom, the female of the species will regularly seek out another male in preparation for leaving her current partner. Unless a woman is truly financially independent, 
there will be this desire to find a mate for security. Yeah, I guess she's moving on, Jay stated, sounding defeated. She is, and now you can do the same.